Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Great. Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast. This is Dust Kunkel, and I'm sitting here again with President Paul Linneman. And uh, we just recently talked about uh, the application of truth in a relational context, Paul. That was a, kind of the last podcast that we had. And let's review that a little bit because we're going to get into the weeds on this, this in, in this podcast. Right, right. We were talking about the difference, the distinction between wisdom and truth. And that yeah. wisdom is the application of the healthy application of truth in a relational context. Right. Mm -hmm. The healthy application. And that's the part that's kind of the rub for us because it's uh, tough sometimes to know what's healthy and what's not or where we fit in that continuum of health. Right. Just as a a reminder, truth can be applied in a harmful way. Right. It can break things as opposed to healing things. Instead of healing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Let's let's dig even deeper into this. Let's get a little specific here. So what do you mean by that when you say it can heal or it can break? Well, it, I was I was trying to think of a way that we could have a, a more of a concrete way of looking at this. Right. And, and I thought about an experience that I had many years ago when my children were little. And one of them... Wait, you're going to bring up a family story. I am, yeah. And I, I did this all the time. All I the can, names are changed. I can I can see <laughs> I can see the rolling eyes in the front of yeah. the church already because uh-huh. it happened to me many many a week. But, right. Um, I, it it helps I think to get to put a to put a face on this. Sure. And to, and to kind of walk through the dynamics. Right. Yeah. This this actually happened on a Good Friday many years ago when one of my kids um, was involved in taking something that didn't belong to them. Hmm. And uh, they were still at an age where they were not very good at covering their tracks. <laughs> so it became pretty apparent to me right. what had happened. Uh-huh. And rather than just hitting them hard with the truth, mm-hmm. I asked a question. Okay. And uh, the question I asked was, where exactly did this come from? Mm. And this thing that was taken? The you mean? thing that was taken. Okay. Where did this thing come from? I thought maybe you were going to say, uh, where are you hiding? I'm no, no, no. That's not the question. <laughs> Vobistu, Adam. Yeah. yeah, no, no. No, it was, it was something was taken that didn't belong to them. Okay. And, and it was presented. And I, I rather than saying, I know what happened, because I, I knew the truth. Right. I asked a question about where did it come from? Hmm. And at that point, it didn't take a whole lot to get to the bottom of things because the immediate response was tears and yes. sadness and and the need for forgiveness. Right. And uh, it was Good Friday. Hmm. So it was a natural application of wisdom to say, and this is the reason why Jesus needed to die for us. Right. This was this was why. Mm-hmm. This is an example of why mm-hmm. Good Friday was really important. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened? We I was a seminary student at the time, so I wasn't leading worship. I was a I was sitting in church with my family. Yeah. And um, our pastor was reading 
the Good Friday story. Yeah. And I felt this little elbow in my ribs mm. and I looked into the face of my child mm -hmm. and excuse me, there was a, just a, a, a smile of recognition because I'd, I'd, I'd said tonight when you hear the story of Jesus dying on yeah. the cross, you'll know why it yeah. had to happen. And the connection of it all coming together was just real meaningful to me. Yeah. There was an example of how truth could have been used as a weapon right. to break a child's spirit when they already knew they were wrong mm -hmm. and they were already hurting. Yeah. And rather than, than do that, God intervened, I think, and just spoke to my heart and said, be gentle. Yeah. And I think there are times when um, we need to be gentle with people. Mm -hmm. And it involves knowing them and yes. listening to them. And there isn't, there isn't a one-size-fits-all in the application of mm -hmm. truth. I also, I would, I would say that there are times when we need to be very clear also. Right. And, and not just passive. Yeah. We need to call the question. And I think in the situation I described, I was able to call the question in an appropriate way. Right. And, and reality is, is that there are going to be times when we make errors of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that's a, that's a part of this conversation that I'd also want to weave in is that, you know, as leaders in the church, we have a responsibility to pursue the truth. Yes. But let's not forget that there are going to be times when we will make a mistake mm -hmm. in our perception of what that truth is in a situation. Mm -hmm. And for us to be aggressive in trying to act on what we perceive that truth to be can be very harmful. Right. And so always we walk into a situation of, of presenting the truth to people with a, a humble spirit mm -hmm. and not with a spirit of certainty, mm -hmm. but with a spirit of um, offering them the opportunity to encounter the truth in the context of the love of God mm -hmm. in Christ. Always remembering that this is not a surprise to Jesus ever. Right. No matter what people do, how, no matter how bad they can be, Mm -hmm. No matter how mistaken they they might be, yes, this is not ever going to be a surprise to the Lord. Mm -hmm. He's known about this, whatever it is, way before that person right. was ever born. And sometimes I think we tend we walk into situations thinking that we're the ones that are making things right or sorting things out or right. figuring it out. When in reality, it's the Lord, and we happen to be there for the moment uh, as part of his ministry plan to work yeah. in that person's life. Paul, you were uh, overcome with emotion actually telling that story uh, to me. Can you put your finger on what, what, what's under that emotion? What, what makes it so, so raw for you? Well, it's a love I have for my child. Yeah. But it, it, I guess it's, it's the opportunity to witness the Holy Spirit in action. Right. And to see the Spirit targeting somebody mm. 
with the reality of their need in the context of love. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is really what the church's business is, mm-hmm. is helping people deal with the truth of who we are apart from God, but knowing that God wants to draw near and that he will. Right. And that we can trust him to do that. Yes. That it's not it's not on us mm-hmm. to be the judge. Yeah. But to be the bringer to point to the judge. Yes. To point to the one who holds all truth in his hand, who is mm. the way and the truth and the life. Those three things actually go together. Right. It's we there's should, a way, mm-hmm. there's truth. And then there's life that goes with it. Yes. And it's not truth and death. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and to see that all kind of come together for someone mm. that you deeply love is just a, it's always going to be a moving it is. thing. And I guess as we, as we try to be leaders in the church, we have to lead people with that same heart. Mm. That we love them first. Mm. And then we seek to help them encounter the truth of God's love in Christ. And it's the truth of God's love in Christ. Yes. Not the truth of his condemnation only. But that, yeah, we have to face face reality, but that love is right there. It's right right there as a companion. Mm. We so often, as I'm listening to you, Paul, I'm thinking of how we so easily... Uh, use truth as a concept or an idea. And if when we do that, then it, uh, whatever that truth may be, we end up being able to control it, but then it be, it can become something that is, is not helpful because we're using it in a variety of ways that isn't helpful. But if I think of truth as a person and that he's here and present with me, it changes the atmosphere in the room oh, yeah, yeah. when I'm with another person. Yeah. And let's not forget that the truth that I can hold in my hand is not all that there is. Yeah. That the truth mm-hmm. is bigger than I'm able to conceive of. Right. And uh, that keeps us humble right. in our application of it. Mm-hmm. If it's larger than me, mm-hmm. then I need to be very full of care in the way that I apply it. Yeah. That's really, this is a really rich conversation about bringing healing in relationships. Yeah. Um, and, uh, restoring relationships and i think this is a a really good spot for us to to close this particular podcast and and maybe in another one we'll start to dig into how this works out when we're in conflict kinds of relationships i think i think conflict is an an Mm -hmm. inevitable thing yeah on this side of heaven and it makes a lot of sense to me that Mm -hmm. we would we would spend some time with it leading with love Mm. has to be the way that we address conflict. So we'll do that down the road. Good. Any uh, thoughts or another question that you would have for the listener before we're done here? I would just, I would, I would, my, my, the question I would leave you with today is I'd, I'd encourage you to think about the ways that truth has made its way into your personal relationships. Mm. And is there a, a, Todayam story, a Thanksgiving story, mm-hmm. where you can give thanks to God for the way that he used you, mm. or maybe the way that he used someone else to bring truth into your life in a way that was clearly loving 
Yes. Um, and, and to hold on to that as a model for yourself as you think about the, the situations you're facing today and in the future. Great. Something tangible to think about in your own life. Mm-hmm. Dear listeners, thank you again. Uh, and we will check in with you in the next Now Leading podcast. You just listened to the Now Leading podcast hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.